Yo, what is happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Today with Zach podcast. Oh my gosh, guys. I am so sorry. I ran, I was just listening to my podcast yesterday. And I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I haven't posted since November 27th. And I was ex- like, from yesterday. I haven't posted a biblical thing since September 20th. Like a, like a teaching or whatever. Um, I apologize. I do apologize. Um, I did prepare a message today about fellowship, so we will dive into that a little bit later. But I do just want to talk for a little bit about this podcast, what it is supposed to be going forward. Um, so there's that. Uh, so here we go. Uh, it's still supposed to be. What it's what it was intended to be it's supposed to be, you know, like sermon type things, like just like chill, like twenty minutes stuff like that. Not like a sermon. I don't want to. I don't know. Something can be like they don't have a lot of time and stuff like that, and they can't listen to it stuff. So there's that. Here we go. Um, I, I sorry. I just I'm kind of in disbelief that I I came back here. I literally prepared this, like, yesterday it took me, like, I was literally on the phone with someone, my friend, we still walked <laughs> and he was just messing around, and I literally just wrote this, I'm like, dude, this, this could actually be, like, a sermon, I don't know, if I expand it a little bit, because if I go over 30 minutes in my web browser, it automatically cancels, maybe I'll just do 30 minutes at a time, that sounds great, um, I think we should open up in prayer. So, gentlemen, let's let's pray before we dive into this. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for this day. I thank you for the person listening to this right now. Pray that you open up their hearts. Pray that you open up my hearts. Your words, not mine, be said when teaching this. I pray for the rest of the day. It goes really, really well. I just pray that we find you in all that we see and i pray that we um think about you and things that we think about and say and do and just leave me all righty if you have a notebook or a bible if you have a journaling bible that would be awesome that would be good right now so if you want to grab that that would be awesome i'll give you a couple whatever to do that um in the meantime Fellowship. This is what today's sermon or lesson topic is it about. Fellowship, first of all, is a community. Is a community that we needs to be a part of. That we, I put in parentheses as the church, need to be a part like of like constantly. So like you may ask the, you may ask the question like why. Well, I mean. Like, cause like there's different types of people. I understand extroverts and introvert. I don't really know what I am. I love my extrovert side when I'm like with people and I'm like energetic and all that, but that doesn't always come out of me. Like sometimes, like when I'm just like, I know there's introverts who come alive when they're friends, but like I don't know anything else like that. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just me. Maybe that's just me. The like fifty fifty. I guess that's possible. Maybe I'm like 50 
45, 45. Anyway, if you have your journal, open it up and write these three points. Uh, so the question is, why do we need fellowship? The question is, why do we need fellowship? So there's three points. Number one, it keeps us accountable. If you have a um, if you have a church and you're growing, and you have like I don't know, like your people group, you know what I'm saying? You go to church and stuff like that, and you go with. I have one of my friends, and I text them every Sunday. Today's Sunday, so I have a calendar reminder every Sunday that I'll text them, saying, "Yo, maybe something I read." Um, Yesterday, I posted a psalm in there. I'm actually going to read that one, actually. So it's Psalm 51. Uh, Have your mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blow out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean of my guilt. Purify me of my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night against you and you alone. Have I sinned? I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be provided in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, but you desire honesty from the room, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep me look don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach you your ways to rebels, and they will return you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves, and I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire sacrifice or would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. Yeah, sorry, that's this is a longer longer than I thought. <laughs> you will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O oh God. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be sacrificed on your altar. So that was Old Testament, you can tell. David. That was David. Um oh my gosh. Something I learned from camp that um that was really awesome was it was um hold on unplug these it was how david's one of the characters in the bible and he and he i mean it's, let's say i don't know starting like he was a shepherd boy who's made courageous um slayed um goliath and the Philistines' army were just afraid. And he was the hero. He's putting king. And then he commits adultery. But what one of the people said that like he they admired about King David was he went back to God every single time. If you look in Psalms, there's 150 of them. I mean, if you count how many Psalms that he's coming back to God saying, Oh, God, I need you. You are my rock. There's a lot in there, and that's what I think that we need to carry on from King David because, I mean, that's that's an amazing thing. Second point. I've really gotten that one. <laughs> Keeps us growing. It kind of goes with accountability, and kind of goes with the third one. They kind of all three get like, tied together. 
um, keeps us growing in our faith. And third one is keeps us challenged, challenged and growing. Um, you've probably heard the statement, you never grow when you're comfortable. And I totally agree with that. Growing your faith is pretty awkward. And that kind of makes you want to, it kind of makes you an extrovert. Like if you're like a saved person, like, I mean, you don't have to be an extrovert, I guess. But like, it kind of makes you like, I mean, you're going to have to approach people. You're going to have to have the gospel ready to be spread. Okay. Here is the first verse of verses of the fellowship. So let's, let's read this. This is Acts 2. 42 through 44, Acts 2, 42, 40 through 44, chapter 2. I had a sermon yesterday that was preached on Acts 2, actually. Well, Acts is 1 and 2, and I mean, it was only like, what, 40, 45 minutes, and literally they could have gone like another two hours. It's crazy. All right, Acts 2, 42 through 44. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and signs, and they were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. So let's break this passage down. Verse 42 shows devotion and intentionality with what they were doing. They, what were they doing? They had... Fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. Spent time together as a community. Broke bread with shared meal and prayer. And I think that's what we need to do as a church. I mean, we obviously have communion. But I think we, like, like, look, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. The apostles' teaching of Christ. 43. Everyone was filled with awe, and many signs and wonders were being performed through the apostles. With everyone being spent, they were filled with awe. Filled with awe. And many signs and wonders were being performed through the apostles. And that shows how God works through us when we earnestly seek him and grow together. 44. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. All things showing complete harmony. Harmony happens when growing and spending time and the right time in the right place happens. Harmony happens when we grow and spend the right time in the right place. Oh, man, I'm feeling good today. That prime orange hydration is just, just Holy Spirit. Okay, 1 Corinthians 1.9. God is faithful. You were called by him into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. I want to stop right there because we should not also have fellowship with others. We should put that down in our notes. We should not, oh, we should not just have fellowship with others. We should have fellowship with God and his son. 
Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is verse 10, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree in what you say. There will be no divisions among you, excuse me, and that you will be united with the same understanding in the same conviction. The same understanding and the same conviction. And look, look at this, no divisions among you. I mean, oh my gosh! I, I, I mean, let's take let's take a break from the let's take from the break from this text. No division among you. Does that not sound awesome? Um, no divisions among you, and you will be united with the same understanding and conviction. When you are called, because you are called into fellowship with the Son. So agree in what you say and get into fellowship with his with Jesus Christ and have the same understanding and the same conviction. Why do we not see that today? Well, um, this time I'm grabbing stuff from the church yesterday because they preached on the exact same thing. You have political, we don't agree on, influences. And then ge ge geographical. Political. Oh my gosh. He said something yesterday that mm, I'm a need on a post or something. It does not matter if you vote for a donkey. It does not matter if you don't if you vote for an elephant as a Christian. The thing that matters if you are following the lamb. Mm, 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 mm. It does not matter. Write, write that down, dude. It does not matter what animal you vote for. It doesn't matter if you vote for the donkey. Or an elephant, it matters if you are following the lamb. I mean, that'll preach, dude. That'll preach. Galatians three twenty eight. There is no, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ. And this 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 wants to tie in with, oh. I can't have fellowship because I've done X, Y, and Z. I've done this in my past. No matter who you are, what you've done, we're all here to be united with Christ. No matter who you are, what you've done, we are all here to be united with Christ. Each one of us, has different gifts and purposes, and we're all different. That's what we have to know. Comparison is something that we like to get into sometimes, especially with social media. And it's just, it's just, there's no reason to do it. It's, sorry, it's my desk. But it doesn't matter what you are, what you've done, race, color, anything like that. Um, you are chosen for Christ. And he wants a relationship and loves you. So, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just that's a point that everything needs to cross. Like, if someone has something different than you, like, you don't have to be sad about it. You got to kind of embrace that. Like, God made you strong in a different area. And you have to, like, embrace that gift. Like, we can't get jealous of all these other, other people having different gifts, but we have our own. You know what I'm saying, dude? All right. Thank you. Ecclesiastes 4.12. 
Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. I ha my mom has that sign in her bedroom. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So what this is going what this point is getting across here is a community of of more people is not broken easily. If we're all growing in our faith, it's not going to break as easily as one. Proverbs 7, 27, 17. I mean, my grandpa has this in his mind's den or whatever it is called. As iron sharpens, an, uh, as iron, sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So that's how we grow and we get stronger, like iron. Like how it makes it more effective and stuff like that. All right. 1 John 1, 3. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you may also have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So it's kind of been a lot about fellowship. I know. So how do we how do we have good fellowship? How do we maintain good fellowship? So I have some ideas right here. Um, bullet this, put that in your notes. Ways to maintain good fellowship. One, church or youth group or a weekly, you know, kind of thing where you have people, maybe keep them accountable and stuff like that. Uh, second one is small group slash Bible study. You know, kind of goes in with it, but it's kind of different. It's other than church. It's a little bit more that you can do. You can grow in your faith. Uh, number three is accountability. Uh, people. If you're struggling with a different type of sin or repetitive sin, stuff like that, you just gotta hey each day. Hey, I haven't done I haven't done this in a while. Or number four would kind of ties in with prayer. Pray with people. Um, hey, can you pray for me? Hey, um, I'm really struggling with this. Let's pray. There's actually a verse. Hold on. I, I had it in my brain. I just didn't know where it was. It's in James. I think it's in James. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. I didn't know if I was going to find it. Luckily, the Bible app is clutch. James 5.16, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. So if you ever wonder why the heck am I doing prayer right now? Prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. It can it can change a lot. I actually have some notes on why prayer is is good. So okay, that's not it. Prayer prayer matters to God. In John 14, verse 13 and 14, for John 14, verse 13, whenever you ask in my name, this will I will, this I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. The Father is glorified through the Son when you ask in Jesus' name. You have to pray according to his will, and you have to have your prayer. You have to pray, have your prayer in his will. So what does prayer, 
like how does what does it do? One, it cre- it creates a relationship with God and you. So God and you, like it creates a relationship. Like prayer is not just a hey, God, I want X, Y, and Z, Amen. No, 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 no. Uh, I actually finished a plan this week. It was um, pray, and it was the PRA. So P stands for praise. You have to praise God, you know? Like that Kanye song. I don't even know if that's a Kanye. I'm just going to assume it is. R is repent. You have to repent of your sins because in... Oh, it's here, it's here. Um... Romans 10.9, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe your heart that God risen from the dead, you will be saved. That's not what I was wanting. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is, 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 oh my gosh, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh my gosh, that was not what I was wanting. Repent is... Is something that keeps us pure and it keeps us. It doesn't. Okay. The thing that we don't want to fall into is being sin conscious. We want to be Jesus conscious because if we're being sin conscious, then we just feel guilt and shame 24 seven of like, Oh my gosh, I've done this X, Y, and Z how many times or whatever, but we need to be, yes, we're set free by grace through faith by the blood of the, the lamb. <laughs> Man, that'll preach, doesn't it? Um, pray. Um, yeah, we just need to be. We just kind of need to be aware of what, you know. What what? I mean, not like we just have, we have to like agree. Confess is agreeing with God that we are. Um, wrong, and we need to ask for forgiveness. A and pray is ask. Ask your requests. Maybe it's a. I mean, obviously, I mean, you know what this means. Ask for a family member for healing. Oh, I've. I have a list of people in my journal that I pray for. It's almost all filled up. I have one person left in my little section, but I can't expand it. But I have my family. My three, my mom, dad, and my brother, brother's girlfriend, uh, a lot of my friends, a couple of my brothers, people in my class, my grandma, grandpa, uh, my school, a couple other people that uh, I met over. I mean, not I met, I just kind of grew in a relationship with them over camp or, or spring break retreat, which was awesome. And then I have last one is me. Second last, future wife. Third last is future children. I mean, I, I know I should put them like up top, but I want to put others up top and like the future. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not stressing about the future. So that's why I kind of put them a little bit last. And they're like my kids and my wife. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to be selfish in that. It's not my, I don't own them. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just like, like, I'm not gonna stress about the future. I'm gonna meet the right person at the right time. I know, I know, I know it. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I'm going to be so blessed when I have that relationship with her. And I just love to spend time 
with her and the Bible and stuff. Hopefully, it's like not a weird relationship, so I can have a Bible study with her or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna stress it. I'm stressing it right now, but that was just now. Okay, why is yield? And you're like, what in the world? Yield? Isn't that like a road sign? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like 15 and a half, but I haven't gotten my permit yet. But yield is kind of like proceed with caution, if that makes any sense. It's like understanding, okay, God doesn't, if he says no to this, it's not it's not for it's not to hurt me it's to protect me if that makes any sense i'm actually I, hold on i actually feel like you got that wrong hold on actually i just it's just okay never mind okay it's fine it's fine no one's stressed about it oh my gosh 25 minutes already. Uh, I got one more verse for you. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us not watch out. Oh, let us not watch out. Yeah, don't watch out. Let us and let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works. Not neglecting to gather together as someone in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other. And all the more you see the day approaching. So this says, let us, all, let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works. So yeah, like we need like let let's like let's let's not just do ourselves. Let's not just think we're safe. Think of think about others and what they're gonna go through or what they might you know do. And not neglecting to gather together as someone in the habit of doing. You know, some people are. Maybe you just need to join them. Um, encouraging one another as more as you see the day approaching. Just encourage each other. Don't yell at them for falling into the back of the sin or whatever, just encourage them, hey, it's okay. And actually, I'm going to pull the verse up that helps with kind of repetitive sin, whatever. Repetitive sin has been in my life still till, it's still like, you know, still a battle today. Um, it, I watched a video the other day, last night, and it was talking about the cycle. And it's talking about Actually, hold on. I'm getting way too much verses in my mind right now. I'm actually going to go to the verse I was just thinking about and, and go into the one earlier. It's said in Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. I screenshotted it. Hold on. <laughs> it's on my phone. Is it not? Is it? It's not. Okay. Okay, there's another point. It, it says, too much grace does not birth sin, lust births sin. And that's not just, like, male lust, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like... I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's not just, like, sexual lust. It's, it's lust definition is like seeing something and immediately like oh i want that where is this i can't find this sorry i'm like i don't understand <laughs> i'm so under hold on it's um therefore there is no condemnation for now you are in christ jesus 
Dude, if I, I'm hold on, let me look this up. Oh, it's Romans 8 1. I was like, oh, damn, I'm an idiot. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those in Jesus Christ because the, the law of the Spirit, life in Jesus Christ, has set you free from the law of sin and death. And I think that's a big thing that people don't understand, maybe a little bit. Because I remember growing up, and I remember, like, thinking that if I was going to die, if I was going to, like, a minute away from death, I'd have to ask God for repentance. Like, oh, my oh my gosh, God, I pray, I pray for all of my sins, and then I'd be saved. And I, if I forget to, then I would be in hell. That's not how it works. <laughs> I accepted Christ at a young age, like seven or so. I got baptized, whatever, when I was in there. And then I went to camp my summer of seventh grade. I was going into seventh grade that summer. Wait. Yeah. I was going to I was going into seventh grade in the summer. I just finished sixth grade. Oh my gosh, we have a minute left, so maybe I'm gonna stop. No, you know what? I'm just gonna stop recording just for a second and then I'll and then I'll jump back to the story. So anyway, I was in the summer of when I was going in seventh grade, I went to camp. It was not actually away from camp because it was the year of COVID. It was, I mean, I'm a freshman now, so it was like two years ago, so it makes sense. So we went we went hiking one day and then canoeing the other day. And then every day we'd come back to this special and have special place locally that wasn't the church that we did worship for like two hours. And when I first heard of it, I was like, worship for two hours? This sounds horrible. Like, this sounds like, why? So I thought, I, sorry, the 29 minutes, 30, the cap is 30 minutes on your web browser, so it's fine. So back on the story, I thought of, so I went to camp and I was just like, oh man, I didn't really know if I really wanted to go, so I was just like, eh, you know what, my friends are going. But if, if my friends weren't going, I was not going to that. So I went, and I adopted a new understanding of what Christ was being a Christian and serving Christ actually meant. And I was, I was, I was changed, and I was like, and he asked, and he, he did the salvation prayer, and I was like, you know what? I haven't really meant, I haven't really done that commitment. So I raised my hand, and little did I know, two of my other friends standing right beside me also raised their hands. Hallelujah. Um, so we got prayed over, and then we shared uh we we got an opportunity to share over like what god has done uh, god working on us uh i shared both times lot that time and then the year after that at the actual camp i said i was I, I was growing up in church I, re I remember it to this day i was growing up in church and i never i never really understood how to like how like being a christian was never really read my bible anything like that but then coming here seeing the environment because people would be like crying at the altars and they'd be around their friends with hands on each other and they'd be praying and I'd be I was like what in the world 
And I remember praying over people and stuff like that. It was it's it's an awesome when when the altar opens up, it is an awesome place to be at because you just feel the spirit. I mean, if you want to be prayed for, that is awesome. I haven't been up there. I mean, I haven't been up there like for myself, like I need prayer. I've been supportive. But that's awesome. And then I and I was like, yeah, and then and then I just felt God speak to me and it was just like come I want a relationship with you and stuff like that so that was me and that really can be you too um God does want a relationship with you if you are a Christian you haven't been spending time with him spend time with him uh easy way to spend time with him is is reading the word if you don't know how to read the word Go on version the Bible app. Those are really, really good. Um, a verse that I just thought of when I was talking about my past or whatever is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And that says, No temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity, but God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. So is that not just like the most like, you feel like a champion verse because like it la- literally tells you that you are stronger than what the devil has t- to attack you to steal kill and destroy what he has you are stronger than that i mean let's think about that i mean that's crazy oh man oh another one here's first corinthians 9 21 those who are without the law or without those who are without the law, like one without the law, though I am not without God's law, but under the law of Christ. To win the to win those without the law. It's just I speak a lot about the law and how we're saved by grace and we don't have to follow the six hundred whatever laws. I just think that's really good. Okay. Thank you so much for listening anyone who listened i don't know how long i'm gonna get how many listeners i'm gonna get but thank you have a blessed day okay i am going to talk a little bit about me my personal whatever if you want to follow me on instagram um i'm gonna do a today with zach I'm going to make it today with Zach podcast special Instagram. I'll, I'll put it, I'll sign up, I'll literally do it after I read this episode is done. Um, I do have an album coming out in the next month or so, at least by May 20th. I don't know. So the possible dates of the album are April 29th, May 6th, May 13th, or May 20th. Cause the 23rd, 24th, 25th are exams. And I want to get it out before school's out. Just to have like something like, hey, I did this. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. I don't know when it's going to be. I'll mention it every once in a while when I have the podcast done and everything like that. I'll mention it every episode. Okay. It's been real. I see this Jenga piece that I'm going to read now because anytime I want to end the podcast. Okay. Anytime I want to end the podcast, I think of something. So it says, look to God, look within, and look ahead. And any decision you make, look to God, look within, look ahead.
That is something you, I don't know. All right, I'm going to end it. God loves you. Spread it to someone. Put this on your store. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. You listen to enough is good. So thank you for listening. And make sure you spend some fellowship with God and others. Share your faith. Bye. See you next time.